Well, hello, guys. Welcome back to our coverage of Phoenix Film Festival 2019. Today, we have a fun film for you that is not only hilarious, but um, is maybe Arizona's answer to Hamilton? No? No takers? Well, today we look at a movie filmed right here in Phoenix called Raising Buchanan. I'm Tuesday, she's Kaylee, and this is Whiskey and Popcorn. All right, so Raising Buchanan is about a 40-something woman living in Phoenix. Her name is Ruth Kiesling, and she's been down on her luck for what seems like forever. She's on probation for some sort of anger-related crime incident. She doesn't have a mother in her life anymore. She had a brother who died. Uh, It sounds like when she was in high school, that really affected her. And when we meet her in present day, her father's actually currently in hospice, has been in hospice, actually, for a while. But she lives with a couple of childhood friends and works at a local donut shop and does her community service hours playing a cello for a mildly famous amateur ventriloquist and his cult-like following. Owing more than 10 grand on her home and her father actually getting healthier in hospice care, she starts to get really desperate for money. Ruth and her roommates devise a plan to actually steal the remains of President James Buchanan. (laughs) He is actually in Phoenix on loan from Pennsylvania for some genetic testing. After asking for a hefty amount of ransom money, the girls are surprised to discover that no one seems particularly interested in getting the remains back. In fact, no one really wants to deal with it. I think this clip from the trailer really sums it up. I know how we can pay off all of our bills. We're going to steal the corpse of President James Buchanan. (laughs) That's ridiculous. Isn't it? This could be our greatest adventure yet. Corpses, history, spy shit. This thing's got it all. But you're talking about kidnapping. It's grave robbing at best. You know you cannot possibly get away with this. I figured out an awesome plan. The drop will be at Washington and Florida. They were to put $150,000 out. Where our carefree future awaits. It's like criminal beautiful minds. It's brilliant. I'm just trying to wrap my head around why the voters elected a boob for president. A boob! Look, for $40,000, you can get him back. He's one of the state's biggest embarrassments. We had Three Mile Island and Game 6 of the 93 World Series. Good luck selling your corpse, ma'am. Nobody cares about James Buchanan, right? You knew it was a risky path. Why do you persist? I'm persistent. As you could hear, this film was funny, but it's also very timely. It it was just a really... It was a joy to watch this film. You know, first off, this is probably one of the most original concepts for a film that I have seen in years. You know, both of us read the synopsis in the festival booklet, and we were bewitched. (laughs) This movie did not disappoint. It was side-splitting, just hysterical. (laughs) It's movies like this one that make me just really love film festivals. No matter how long they are, how tiresome they can be, there's always these amazing gems that just come out of them. 
And while, you know, this this was a locally made film, so the production value is not going to be as high as, say, something like out of the BBC or Hollywood, for example. But, you know, the writing was strong. The storytelling was strong. And, you know, the acting, you know, was a little bit funny, a little bit sometimes wonky on the on the edges. But, you know, it really worked. You could tell that they were having fun with the script and with the story, which is really just kind of wacky. It's like you said, it's very original. And that's what had me on board with this film. And I love the fact that it was shot here right in town, right in Tempe, like literally our backyard. And it's awesome because they talk about, oh, when, you know, we do this ransom drop, we're going to go on 40th Street and we're going to have them drop this off on Washington and then go to Van Buren. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I know all these streets. And <laughs> and the the acting was superb. You know, anytime there were real heartfelt conversations going on, even with James Buchanan and Ruth, which we'll talk about a little bit, all of it felt so original and conversations that I would have with my friends or my roommates. And, you know, every time they talked about the ransom and people were like, meh, you can keep Buchanan, you know, and I mean, just it was so funny. Well, I love this whole idea because, um, and for those of you guys who don't remember your presidential history, I don't blame you, James Buchanan, he was the president right before Lincoln. So basically, the United States Union fell apart under his watch. So he's gone down as the worst president in history. The running gag in the movie is that everybody says that, and then they go, well, maybe. <laughs> and it never stopped getting laughs. It, it it was just awesome every time. But it was interesting because they said in the Q&A in the film that this, this, like many films, the idea, the concept was years in the making. So it was before President Donald Trump was even a blip on the radar. So then when he became a reality, they had to kind of go through and like rework the script to reflect that. So it, their whole, well, maybe he's the worst president ever for Buchanan, they, they got to play with that a little bit. And that's what helped made this feel, film feel so timely. But also just to talk about like the worst president ever too, like they, they decided to go with Buchanan at the very first. They said mainly because he doesn't have any descendants. So <laughs> there's nobody, I guess, who could come after you for... And- well- and it's not like you have any little kid who's like, Buchanan was my favorite president. <laughs> so it's kind of easy to dump on him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, this the reason why I kind of teased that this could be like our Hamilton is that this is a president who, you know, I know the name, but I didn't really know anything about him. Like you could have said his name and I'd be like, oh, I don't know. Now I know something about him. And I like entertainment. I like films that kind of open up my mind to things I didn't know history that I didn't know. And even though we don't spend a whole lot of time digging into his past, we get some of that. And now I have some context. So I'm always going to remember James Buchanan now, not just because he was the worst president ever, but because he is, if you will, his ghost, I guess you could say, was kind of following Ruth around in her in her story. And I love the conversations between, quote unquote, James and <laughs> Ruth. It it really gives you that feel like you get to know Buchanan a little bit, which is awesome. Yes. Um, now, you know a bit about the actor, right? 
Rene Aubergenois. Yes. Yes. Uh, so Rene actually played President James Buchanan, and uh, his resume is a mile long. Like he's he's a big get. Uh, he was in Mash. Boston Legal, Grey's Anatomy. I even saw he was like in Pound Puppies, the animated <laughs> show. Um, so, you know, he's kind of done it all and he's got a busy schedule, but you could, he just really seemed to have fun with this character and just really kind of easing into this sort of self effacing yet proud dead president. You know, and it's interesting because President Buchanan, as he is written in this film, you know, he's trying to defend himself throughout the whole movie that he's like, well, you know, this is the times that I lived in. Slavery was not a moral question. It was a legal question. Or you're saying that I'm gay, but I had a longtime friend. You're living with two women. Are you in a lesbian relationship? So it's like all these kind of, you know, funny ways of like justifying himself, but also bringing up questions of, you know, legacy. What are you known for? For him, he's known for the very end of his life. Leading up to that, he was a very successful career politician, according to his own book, but also historians. But then, you know, everything fell apart when he became president. But it's just kind of got really deep at the same time as being really funny and humorous. And then, you know, kind of owning up to the fact that, well, yeah, maybe you were a shit president. <laughs> but it's this delicate balance that I think the fact that they were able to get Renee helped make this film as successful as it as it was for us. Now, a fun fact, Andy Dick was actually supposed to be in this film, but hashtag me too, he was pulled from the film due to some sexual exploitations accusations or accusations or while on set. Oh. So um, you might have heard in the news a little bit about this film, and that was pretty big during some some of even the early days of the Me Too movement. Mm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think this film is definitely making the festival circuit rounds. It won at the Phoenix Film Festival. It won Best Arizona Feature, which is great. I think a very deserving as well. Absolutely deserving. And this is one one of those gems that you really hope get picked up by one of the big networks because it is absolutely worth a watch. Well, I know that they're hustling to get it out there. So hopefully they'll get some distribution if, you know, not, you know, nationwide, hopefully a streaming option because this is just a really fun film. But on to the most important part of our review Tuesday. Is it five o'clock yet? I think so. Fantastic. It is somewhere. (laughs) Uh, Drinks. Now, you actually use the mighty search engine of Google to find out what President Buchanan's favorite drink was. If Google doesn't know, no one knows. He cracked me up that there was what was a list of all U.S. presidents' favorite drinks. Yes. Which amazed me. Yes. Uh, I believe the New York Post had a list of all of the president's favorite drinks. And Buchanan, a actually a friend of James Buchanan, said that he drank enough Madeira and Sherry to fill multiple wine cellars. So either one of those I will drink in honor of my brand new favorite worst president, (laughs) James Buchanan. (laughs) Well, for me, um, I don't really care for either of those drinks. I think Sherry tastes like cough syrup. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just going to go for a nice hearty uh, cerveza because, I mean, 
under James Buchanan, Arizona's territory became part of the the United States, not technically a state yet, but uh, the territory was acquired. And we have some good Mexican beer here. So I'm thinking what? Pacifico? Okay. Corona, if you sure. want to be like super basic. Some lime and some salt. Yeah. Oh, yes. We had a lot of lime and salt in cerveza during this film festival. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Sienna Gave for providing those. Yeah. We're looking for sponsors. <laughs> well... Guys, we've signed the executive order, and now you need to subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. And of course, we're super easy to find on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget to check out our website. We've got additional Phoenix Film Festival coverage there. Check back daily as we continue to update. That's whiskeyandpopcorn.org. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you at the movies. <laughs>